Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TVD. With Matt Emily. Hi. Hi. That third voice you heard in there was our guest. Oh, yes. hi. <laughs> Let's bring her on. Yes. Just... Welcome to the <laughs> podcast stage guest friend, Haley Vest. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, welcome. Thank you. It's good Thank to be you here. for being here. This is your first podcast I hear. This is my first podcast. <laughs> wow. I'm very excited. Welcome wow. to it. Thank you. I'm glad that we can be here for your first podcast experience. Thank you so much, Emily. It's I am so, so emotionally overwhelmed Come by on. that. Thank drink, you. Drink the tea. Drink I, the tea. Calm drink down. it. <laughs> now, in case this is our listeners' first time listening to this episode or this podcast, Emily, can you give them a quick rundown of, I don't know, what they're listening to it? Matt, I would love to. This podcast is called TBD for two reasons. One, it's spelled T-E-A-B. Because we're drinking tea. Whoop. That's the TEA part. Wow. Like the beverage. Like the beverage. Mm-hmm. Like the leaves, you put them in hot water and it makes a drink. Mm-hmm. That's what tea is. I think our listeners are, have got it. Okay. <laughs> the, the BD part, the TBD part, is because our guest is going to bring us a topic. Haley's going to bring us a topic that we don't know yet. It's, it's a complete mystery. It's a mystery to us. It might be a mystery to her. I don't know. Because she hasn't <laughs> told us yet. <laughs> It's TBD. And we're also talking to our friends. Matt and I are friends. Haley and I are friends. We're all friends here. I believe Haley and I became friends today. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Matt and Haley are friends. We're all friends. And we're going to share our friendship with you, the listener, who we're also friends with. (laughs) Yes. By listening to us, you are our friends. (laughs) And And that is the podcast about tea and friendship. Which is a tagline we don't always say about this podcast, but that's what we like to call it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We covered we it. Did it. I think we did it. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Positive? Yeah, that sounded like there was like a question in there. Well, I'm... Listeners, we're recording this podcast the day of daylight savings time. Sorry. It's rough. Wow. And I'm still adjusting because I stayed up too late last night. <laughs> Well, you know how sometimes I don't like when we review when we're recording. This is still the week of this episode coming out, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> Comes out this very week. Wow. Um, so, so I bet a lot of our listeners are, they have just felt the effects of daylight savings as well. Although I'm, I'm very excited for the evening of daylight savings time because I just love that sunlight. Mm. Oh, we're going to get oh so much sun. <gasps> yeah. We get the daylight again. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to get off the train after work at like 5.30 and there'll still be light out. There'll still be light. And you can then walk home mm-hmm. and it's still light out. Yep. Wow. This Ugh. is crazy, you guys. Wow. I'm going to become a new person. Natural magic. That vitamin it- D is going to enter my skin. <laughs> oh, we're going to be so so vitamin D uh, healthy. <laughs> <laughs> All my freckles will come back. There they Bring them oh. back. Yeah. Bring them back, son. <laughs> I want them back. So you have color changing freckles. That's nice. Oh, oh, I do. I really do. They're a. You can tell what month it is by looking at my face. Mm-hmm. Count the freckles. It's like uh, rings in a tree. Oh, it's so true. No, when I was in kindergarten, there was a there was a third grader who will be unnamed. Who, Good. yeah, um, he had a blue sharpie, and he was like, "I'm going to count all the freckles on your face," and he put a little blue dot on all oh, of the no. ones. Wow. Yeah. 
And of course, you know, I'm in kindergarten. You're I don't, just a baby. He, I'm so little <laughs> and we're on the bus and a third grader who of course is probably like what, f- maybe four feet, but that's huge. Yeah. So then I get off the bus and my mom comes and sees me. And she's like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I have 356 freckles on my face. Wow. I'm impressed this kid could count that high. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't get bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After like 50, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> was you... this kid your first boyfriend? <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Feels... He... Let's... Oh, no, not at all. Feels he... like a flirtatious thing to do to count Maybe? people. Maybe. Like to do that. He liked my friend. Maybe that was what ha- was going on. Mm. 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 Or maybe he liked you and these are all just ways to make you jealous or whatnot. <laughs> this, are little kid... this, are way... this is the way little kids think. And, you know, it's just counterpoint, true. though, is that to a third grader, kindergartners are like tiny babies. Right? Like, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He had a younger brother that was in my class. So maybe your younger brother. Maybe his younger oh, brother. Man. Wow. There's so much uh, dynamic going there's on here. so much that we don't know. And we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never uh, know. <laughs> as a per- person. Because you're not a kindergartner anymore, right? No. Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't appear to be. <laughs> I have a really deep voice for a kindergartner. <laughs> you seem, if I were to guess, you yeah. seem like a fully grown adult. <laughs> wow, Matt, thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I know. am. I I'm, am. Um, <laughs> apparently, I'm an adult, but adulting is hard, so we'll see where that goes. <laughs> that sounds like something a kindergartner would say. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you will never know. <laughs> um, I do have a question for you as yes. a person with freckles. Mm-hmm. Have you read the book Freckle Juice? There's a book called Freckle Juice. Yeah, it's for like kids. It's a level <gasps> M book. <laughs> level N? What's M? It's mature? It's a, no, it's a. Rated M for mature? <laughs> it's a reading level like book. It might be an L. An L or an M. I can't remember. What do these mean? I don't know what but, that is. So in second grade, is. you want to have them be reading at a level M by the end of the year. Okay. So that's like, that's what it is. It's about like, it's a reading level. It doesn't <laughs> super matter. I just wanted to tell you guys that. <laughs> no, but we want to know now. What, what are the, what are yeah, all what the letters? Are all the letters? <laughs> well, they're different. So like level A is like a book that's like the dog ran, the dog jumped, the mm-hmm. dog played, like stuff like that. That'd be like a level A. Okay. okay. A level M is like magic tree house. Oh, so it's like small chapter books. books, some pictures, but not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I'm not 100% certain because I don't teach above <laughs> that level, really. I mean, I get to, we get to like P's, but. Is it like A through Z? Yeah. Z? Yeah. Like it's all the letters? I so mean, yeah. What's so a Z book? I don't know. What's a Z book? I don't yeah. teach up that Give high. me a Z book. <laughs> I think the highest book in my classroom right now is an S. Do you know what Harry Potter is? I have no idea. I was about to ask that question. <laughs> um, as, as a Harry Potter fan, I would have thought that that would oh be one of the books you would know the most about. But yeah. they're, my kids aren't really reading those books independently. I would just be curious my, on my own, though. If I was to be reading that kind of book. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, young adult, right? Or what, what, would Harry yeah. Potter be considered a genre? It'd be like... It's its own world. <laughs> it's fantasy, young adult, children. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways... And a, a K, like a like a J and a K, would be Henry and Mudge. You guys know those stories. <laughs> no. I don't. Anyways, there's a lot of information in my head. I have a point. <laughs> Freckle juice. <laughs> it's about this boy whose name I don't remember who wants freckles. Oh. Mm-hmm. So at one point he tries to draw them on himself with a blue marker. Oh my gosh! And is this a bio? <laughs> is this my life? <laughs> is yeah. that what this book is about? And this is your life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then some mean girl in his class oh my 
tricks him into drinking this freckle juice so he gets freckles and it's like lemon juice onion like mustard all this like gross stuff and he like makes it and yeah. it causes him to get really sick because oh, it's gosh. so gross so it doesn't really give him freckles doesn't but it prank. still doesn't give him freckles but oh so that's why he puts the marker on his face because he is not getting freckles but he doesn't want to he doesn't want the girl to be to know to know that he like it didn't work mm. Kind of, oh. kind of an emperor's new clothes vibe, yeah. although um, re- reverse. <laughs> yeah. And so he does like blue freckles. And then the teacher like calls him aside later in the day was like, I have this recipe for getting, removing freckles to be like super what? nice about it. And like he goes to the bathroom and just wipes them off. Mm, wow. Like a, it, it's an alibi or a, a, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so to not call him out for Wow. wow being ridiculous i've not read this book it'll take you like 20 minutes <laughs> i don't know it's a level minutes. m <laughs> uh, maybe half an hour half an hour half so an this hour. is a fun read it's, it's it's a very cute book but it's oh. i mean it's for second graders oh my gosh that's adorable though <laughs> yeah oh uh, my gosh well speaking of freckles let's get to tea talk <laughs> <laughs> that was Emily, you want to sing us in? I was not a transition. It was just literally me forcing us to get a tea talk. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're talking tea today. Hello, everyone. We're talking that tea. Woo. That sweet, sweet tea. Emily, you brought us the tea today. What? Tell us about it. This is another tea from my Sipspy box. My Sipsby, Sipspy. And it is called... Your subscription box of tea? My, yes, my subscription box of tea. It is called Dragon Claws Oolong Tea by Udyan Tea. That's the name of the company. Um, it's the finest tea from the origin. And it's specialty, luxurious, handcrafted oolong tea from the Himalayan mountains. Ingredients. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I want to hear these. Oolong tea. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. <laughs> More specifically, if you want to know some stuff about that tea, I thought this was interesting. Oolong tea from Nepal, grade SFTGFOP1, Autumn Flush, 2018. Oh, That's the specific type of oolong tea. Oh, I love that. It's like the lot number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. This oolong tea is a high-grown, handcrafted specialty specialty tea Ah. from the Himalayan region of Nepal. Silver tippy leaves with a clean, twisted appearance exude an air of luxury. So the twisted appearance of the leaves is why I think it's called dragon claws because they like are kind of twisted and long and skinny, mm-hmm. kind of like how I assume a dragon claw. The claws of a dragon. Yeah. You think they'd be twisted? I don't. I can't. I don't think dragons have good nail care. No, and I also mm. think it depends on the age of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet a baby dragon has really cute little claws. Yeah, like super shiny, brand new, mm-hmm. super sharp. Super small. Everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then like an old dragon. Those got to be gnarly. Like 400 years, like a 400-year-old dragon. Yeah. They've, been, they've lived a life. Yeah. They might even spiral. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Do you know like when people's nails get too long, they do like they start do. to spiral? Mm. Do you guys think dragons are their own kind of animal or are they part of like reptiles or dinosaurs? I would say they're a type of reptile. Uh, Okay. I don't know. I feel like I feel they could be their own. 
I guess here's my here's here's a side note: Are unicorns mammals because they're like horses? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> because because they have foals, and yeah. then they you know they have fur. I'm sure. I assume they have live birth. Yeah, and then they also and they're I feed say they're like a horse. Yeah. I'd say they're warm blooded. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm. I'm. I guess I'm saying maybe our dragons then therefore reptiles because they give they it's uh they, they, they lay the eggs. Same way. Yeah. Um. You know, platypuses aside, who are also mammals. <laughs> um. And dragons, I don't think have any hair. Are there any dragons that have hair on them? I, I don't think so. I, really the, old ones I, where you just like find it in awkward places and you're like, it's yeah. okay. Mm. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So the thing about dragons is, are they cold-blooded or warm-blooded? Because dinosaurs, people think, are warm-blooded because of the way their fossils look. I think dragons would be warm-blooded. Mm, I think go. they would so because then, they can like breathe fire. So that would be really hard if yeah, they were cold-blooded. Cold. That's true. So can you have a warm-blooded reptile? Are dinosaurs technically reptiles? Dinosaurs are not. I, I believe dinosaurs are their own thing. That's why they've evolved into birds now. Chickens. Are dragons birds? <clears throat> They can fly, but also True. bats can fly. True, but they can... And some dinosaurs could fly, too. Yeah. They and... can fly and they lay eggs. Two things that birds do. Mm-hmm. But they definitely don't have feathers. That's true. Do you know what also doesn't have feathers? This tea. <laughs> that was a transition that if I've ever good. heard one. So how would you guys describe your experience of drinking this oolong tea? What does it taste like? What are some flavors you're getting? Tastes like a dragon. <laughs> No dragons were harmed in the making of this tea. True. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> Did the package say that? Because uh, if it didn't say it. It's a very pure origin tea, and I like that. Mm-hmm. This is also the first time that I am putting milk and sugar in my tea because I saw mm-hmm. someone do it that the other me. day. It was, oh, a, oh, oh true, day. but um, <laughs> one of my favorite actresses on a talk Ooh. show. Yeah. What did actress? It. What talk show? I am going to say her name wrong because I do it every time. It's okay. Wow. It's a safe space. Oh my gosh. No, but to the point where it's like people will bring pitchforks. Um, She is (laughs) wonderful and amazing. She was in Lady Bird. She's in Little Women. Shorsha. Shorsha. Thank you. I don't ever want to be the first one to say it. Shorsha. Because I will always say it wrong. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Swarsha, and she was doing like seventy three questions with Vogue or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was like putting milk and tea. In it's her a British, tea. yeah. It's a British thing, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this seems so right. Mm-hmm. So this was my opportunity mm-hmm. to. I will say it's better in a black tea. Mm. That's like when you're typically so put in there. But I was seeing how it goes, and I don't think it's a bad experience. No, I think it's very nice. Yeah. I feel very regal now. Yeah, so fancy. <laughs> this came from the Himalayas, so it's that feels fancy too it is i love that um it's uh when i was 15 15 i got to do a service trip to nepal and we were actually in the himalayas and they had a lot of different types of tea there this was one of them but they also had a thing called like milk tea which i have no idea how they even made it and lemon tea but this like before you even said it i took a sip of it and i was like hmm Kind of feels like Nepal, and then you said that, and I was like, "Oh, yep. this is this is it. It's great. It's wonderful." Yeah, it tastes like Nepal. It does. <laughs> That's exactly how I would describe it too. Tastes like Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you get any specific flavor out of it? 
Tastes like tea. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it. It like it's one of those teas that tastes like tea. Like there's simple teas that like that are just black tea mm-hmm. that like can still not. They taste like tea, but it's like different. But this one tastes like tea, like tea leaves, kind of. Tea leaves. I don't know how to describe it. Uh. I'd say it's it's is it earthy? It's a little earthy, but it also has it? like a hint of if mahogany could be a taste in citrus. Hmm, citrus and mahogany. Yeah. That'd be a good candle. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it probably, then it'd be like a plus sign, like citrus plus mahogany. <laughs> That's how you flavor candles. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely, I'm on board, especially with the earthiness of it. Um yeah, I don't know. It's very tea tasting. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have any. It doesn't have anything. I mean, like you said, it it is oolong tea straight up. There's no real added ingredients. So, um, yeah, there's nothing like it's not vanilla or any of that stuff. Yeah. It just it tastes like tea. <laughs> would, would you guys say you get an autumn flush out of this tea? Um, <laughs> I am very flushed while drinking this tea. So well, absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah, makes you flush autumn out. <laughs> flush autumn. It's an autumn detox. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> when it's be october oh my gosh no no we just no. got to we just got to spring oh yeah no i don't want to lose the time yet i don't want to lose yeah. the time let's yet. let's keep stay, spring stay, let's stay. keep spring we'll keep like the beginning part of summer then the miserable part of summer we can just skip over and get to september yeah. we never got the snow of the winter really so we, we shouldn't didn't. get the heat of the summer i so agree weirdest winter of all my whole life it was so rainy yeah. i don't understand it like i'm originally from colorado so it is dumping over there and it's amazing mm-hmm. but we like I don't remember snow yeah. this year. I think it stuck once, and by stuck, I mean it was like For, on cars for like an, hour. Away. an hour. <laughs> I, I, so I'm from Massachusetts, where it snows considerably mm-hmm. more than here, um, than New York City, and uh, which is weird because actually Massachusetts and New York are level states <laughs> statewide. They're at like the same uh, longitude. Is that the one I want? <laughs> the one that goes around <laughs> anyways uh i, I grew up with so much more snow and even i don't know the first the first year or the second year i lived in new york it was so snowy because i actually used to have a car here oh wow um, and the first year i had the car i want to say it was the first winter i lived here and the whole th- the annoying thing about having a car in new york is you have to move it all the time because they street sweep uh every basically every day here they sweep the streets and you have to like constantly be moving your car and the first winter I was here, they suspended street sweeping like almost every day because there was so much snow. And I have a photo of me digging my car out. Oh. I'm standing on top of like 30 feet of snow digging my car. And this is the New York City. This is one street over from where I live now. Wow. <laughs> and um, and I think back on that. I'm like, wow, there was a one time I was digging my snow out of my car out of three feet of snow. And this year we got like two inches total of snow. That's, that's insane. <sighs> Our planet is dying. It is. It's true. On another note, this tea is not dying. Um, Speaking of the planet, tea tea is a plant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of tea, I think I'm getting more. um, I can pour you guys tea. I need more tea too. If anyone wants to bring me tea. tea. Uh, Go ahead and continue discussing tea talk. This is great because I was going to ask this question. Haley, um, what is your relationship to tea? Oh, man. Tea. My relationship to tea, um, it got me through high school. Which is true. Uh, my mom would send me with a, a little thermos of tea every morning, and not, it was called Tiger Tea. Not a kindergartner, I, I not a. <laughs> I graduated at first grade. It was great. Um, no, this was in high school, and 
it was so nice because I'd ha- and it would stay nice and warm and I'd have it for through like the you know first couple of classes and then it would be um break time and my tea would be done but it was like I had this like nice mm-hmm. warming what kind of cinnamon tea was the, yeah. cinnamon-y. um so it was called tiger tea and I think it's by like um thank you celestial brewing seasonings seasonings yes it's that one and there's a tiger on it which is why i call it tiger tea but i think it's called bengal spice Mm. it's really good it's really hard to mess up Mm -hmm. hey a bengal kind of tiger oh like the football team (laughs) go ohio (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Um, cincinnati so you would have tea Mm -hmm. every day in high school yes tea's from cincinnati right no there's another one that was from cincinnati Sorry, I retract that. <laughs> um, so in college and through now? So I love tea and... We love to hear that. Yeah, no, I do. I love tea and it's always been something that I look forward to or if I'm having a really stressful day, just like making a cup of tea. It's mm. like a beautiful process that like slows mm-hmm. you down and just kind of brings you back into yourself, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, of course, we're living in New York City, so the coffee game <laughs> is winning. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but hey, hey, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> but when I wake up in the morning, I want some coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hey, that's fine. Most yeah. people, most I'd say almost everyone does. Yes. <laughs> So I think my coffee game is kind of taken over, but tea is something that regardless, because I'm also very affected by caffeine, so I can drink tea, caffeine-free tea in the afternoon, and there's so many different kinds and different flavors, whereas with coffee, there's kind of like a limit. It hits yeah. about one thirty, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, try again. Yeah. I mean, even decaf coffee is still pretty highly caffeinated yeah. compared to tea i mean uh legally speaking decaf <laughs> just means it has less t- less coffee or less caffeine in your coffee than your regular yeah uh i'm sure most I mean, most people abide by much lower but legally speaking it doesn't actually mean there's like no caffeine it just means it's less <laughs> that weird i know a coffee fact <laughs> <laughs> um this tea this dragon claw tea is medium caffeine for those oh. interested in Knowing that information. Medium. Medium. Not high, not low. And even a high caffeine tea is like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. I feel happy. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a high caffeine tea is like a decaf cup of coffee (laughs) or like half a cup of coffee or something Oh, it's true. Oh, except matcha. Matcha will get you. Like that Mm -hmm. is a different kind of Mm -hmm. caffeine that... I know for a lot of people it affects them differently, but for me, it's like if I need to really focus on something and need to be awake, matcha is the way to go. I We had matcha once on the podcast, but it's not something I regularly get or really ever get, mm-hmm. so I can't say I know what that feels like. Oh, I, okay. I want to say also that it's the matcha powder. It's not like a tea bag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the powder, I think because it's in such a concentrated form- that's caffeine seeps out more yeah 
I think yeah. that's what it is. And I'm also really bad at reading directions of like, <laughs> oh, only one teaspoon. And there's <laughs> probably like three servings. In this yeah. Okay, I figured out my problem. <laughs> it's that's not a caffeine. It's just me. Oh, yeah. I'm actually putting cocaine in it. <laughs> I just took... Add I the white cocaine. I grabbed, three tablespoons. <laughs> I grabbed all the powders I had. What can I say? My roommate, um, her parents live in Peru right now. Oh, that's, fa- that's um, wonderful. Yeah. They're diplomats, so that's where they're stationed right now. Oh, cool. um, and they, she like went there, and there's this tea there that's like, like coca leaves, which it's the same plant that like cocaine is made out of. Mm-hmm. But like there, they use it to like go like climbing in the mountains, and it like helps with altitude. Okay. Um, but she like brought it back with her, and <laughs> she said like on, on not regular like not high altitude, it like made her very focused. <laughs> oh there my gosh. I'm That's now funny. worried about having this tea. I've not had it yet. <laughs> That's yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah, bring it over. <laughs> um, I have thought about it, although she said like if you get drug tested not to drink it because you like will. Guess oh what? I don't get drug tested. Neither do I, but I yeah. still don't know. It's it's the moment where you like drink it for the first time and you're like, okay, cool. And someone on the street is like, well, everyone's being drug tested today (laughs) and you're first. That's how life works. Um, I've never been drug tested in my life for any reason. I have. For working where? Or for what reason? Um, (laughs) Who did this to you? (laughs) um, It would have been in college. No, maybe I, I don't remember. Maybe I haven't been. I feel like I had to go. Maybe I had to go, I had to get, go get like a clearance when I was doing this like education program in college, but I definitely, okay. they definitely fingerprinted me. Maybe they didn't drug test oh, me. Oh, wow. Maybe yeah. I don't think I've been drug tested. Maybe I'm confusing that experience. I have an at home marijuana drug test that I got as a gag gift, but as a real, it is a real testing kit and I only <laughs> still, it's never been opened and I only, I have it because I feel like it could be used as a prop someday. <laughs> in a sketch or something yes. and who knows it's my, part of my a lot of my clutter that is uh potential prop based <laughs> ideas i don't really know if i need it for as a prop but i keep it around because it seems like maybe someday <laughs> oh that's funny i don't know oh um, i've never i've never had to have a drug test before but i have requested to use a breathalyzer because I wanted to try it, mm-hmm. which of course freaked the cop out. <laughs> um, l- like uh, I was driving and I had a tail light out, and of course, you know, he pulls me over and he was, you know, it's kind of late at night, and he's like, "Ma'am, you have a tail light out and stuff." And of course, I'm over here like, "Oh my gosh, what happened? What's wrong? <laughs> I swear I haven't been dr- like, I'm yeah. a." You know, I'm in high school. I haven't been drinking, and he was like, "That's a weird comment." And <laughs> You know, I'm I don't not, think it's that weird. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not doing well under pressure. And I'm like, I'll take a breathalyzer. I'll do it. I'll pass it right now. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Okay. This is weird. Did you pass? I did. I passed with flying colors. Wow. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Me too. I was so excited. <laughs> I failed because out of my nervousness, I willed alcohol into my system. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, okay, please just go home and fix your taillight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to go tell my mom I passed. <laughs> I don't remember if I told this story in the podcast, but one time I was pulled over for supposedly driving like, like I, I don't know. He said I crossed the fog line, which I guess is the name of the middle line in a road. Okay. I still don't know that that's true. And he pulled me over and I think he thought I was drunk or something. And he pulled me over 
and I was talking to him so fine, I think, that he like checked my ID and checked my, you know, license and registration. And then he just like let me go without any sort of um sobriety test at all because well i wasn't drinking but he also must have thought i he got somebody and then i just was like completely normal to him and he was like okay well (laughs) go ahead like i didn't get a ticket or anything either because i don't really think i did anything wrong my dad um when i was home a couple times ago got pulled over because he was like apparently swerving but he I, he claims he wasn't. I don't know. I was asleep in the backseat. <laughs> um, Would you be able to sleep through a swerving car? Oh, let me tell you. Probably. But also, I wasn't. Your dad's always swerving. Um, but so he got pulled over and the guy was like, have you been drinking? And my dad was like, just Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. That's such a dad um, joke. I know. He, like, he truly also had not been drinking. And this is my daughter in the backseat. <laughs> yeah. He had not been drinking, but both my mom and I were like. It was so funny. They didn't make him get out of the car. They did ask him multiple times if he had been drinking, and he was like, no, <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Um, you're just like, just coming home from seeing my son. <laughs> like, <laughs> But honestly, when he drove away, we were like, oh, I so wanted you to have to go out and pass the test. With- right? Like, go dance in Touch front of the nose. car or whatever yeah. it is. But he didn't have to. Ugh. I mean, I kind of wish I had in my one instance where I, so I could ace it. Like... <laughs> I did such it's a, a really good job. great feeling. <laughs> I did so good. <laughs> I did so well. Uh, it's like getting an A. It yeah. is. Mm. Uh, Haley, I have one more question for you yes. about tea. Oh, great. So when you're drinking tea, mm-hmm. are you going for like black teas, green teas, Ooh. herbal teas? So I typically stock a bunch of herbal tea in my house so I can drink it in the afternoons when I'm not allowed to drink coffee anymore. <laughs> very prepared um i have a tazo tea a passion it's called passion Mm -hmm. and it's a tazo tea and it's the one with the purple kind of swirl Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the tea bag and it is amazing it is so good and the tea like it's one of those it's one of the few teas where you put it into water and instantly it's just color it makes this beautiful pink purpley color and it's delicious. It's very good. There's another tea that's called Alpine tea. And I only can find it in Colorado if you're going to like a nice fancy hotel, mm-hmm. which is also just sad <laughs> and discouraging. Alpine tea. Alpine tea. It's so good. All of their flavors are amazing. And there's one, it's like Alpine berry. And again, like you don't need anything with it. And it's just so good. <laughs> I want some. Maybe we'll, have, maybe we'll have to acquire it somehow. Right? Mm. I know. I always walk into like hotels in Colorado or whatever. If I'm <laughs> like walking through Vail Village or something and I'll just like go and see if there's like complimentary tea <laughs> on a table. Sometimes I'll do that if there's complimentary tea and it's like a brand I really like. Exactly. I'll be like, I'm just going to take three of these yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, my friends in room 3B, it's uh, bring this to them. Bye. If my uh, my hotel comes with free tea, it, if I don't drink it all in that hotel room, it's going in my travel bag. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. It will not be left behind. No. Like, I, we will be late to the airport because we had to turn around because I left tea somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, if it's, like, boring green tea, I'm like, <sighs> I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm probably going to burn the water, but I'm taking it. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the pens. I'll take the pads of paper. I'll take the little plastic bags. If there's sugar packets, yes. it's going with all me. All the little the honey reusable packets? cups. The honey packets. Shampoo, Uh-oh. conditioner, oh. lotion. 
I've got two packets of uh, sugar in my um, tea bin right now that are, I believe are from JetBlue <laughs> from a flight I took uh, oh. where they gave me packets of sugar and I didn't use them on the flight. See, but you're reusing it, which is a form of recycling. So, you know, you're just doing the planet a favor. I certainly wasn't just going to throw that in the trash. No. Ugh, that's one of my favorite things about staying in hotels. <laughs> now, Emily, you said you had one more question and you already asked it but really you have another question you want to ask oh i do yes um oh, i think it might be time for it <gasps> um this is probably the most important question i'll get asked today wow okay um I wasn't long pause i tried to get you ready and i just saw you hold your teacup the whole time i was like oh, Emily, grab the bag <laughs> grab the bag matt stop interrupting me in my question <laughs> um Haley, would yes. you say that this dragon claws oolong tea from Udyan tea is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Ooh, I would say that this tea is my cup of tea. Wow, wow, wow. I like it. Wow. I like it a lot. It's a real. It's a, yeah. Good grade. Good grade. It's a good grade. <laughs> we we got like like a solid passing, A. <laughs> it's like passing a breathalyzer. Good grade. <laughs> good grade. Truly, there's no real A or B or C. It's a good grade. Good grade. <laughs> I'm at. Oh, me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt, would you say that this Udon tea, um, that's the name, that's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say this Dragon Claws Oolong tea from the Himalayan mountains is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Well, Emily, I'm glad you asked that and had the bag ready to ask me the question this time. Okay. Answer <laughs> the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my cup of tea. It tastes, it tastes good. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's pretty normal tasting, but it tastes good. <laughs> it tastes like tea. I'm never going to rag on a tea that just tastes like tea. Cause I like tea. I like tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it has to have some kind of dumb crap put into it and then I dislike it. <laughs> or sometimes there's herbal teas that are like made with also, yeah, a bunch of dumb crap. Like yeah. <laughs> they added some flavors I didn't want and I'm like, eh, bad tea. Emily. Do you find the Dragon Claws Oolong tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Matt, thank you so much for asking. It's my cup of tea. Um, I like that it's simple. I like that it's earthy. I think I have enough for like one or two more cups. There you go. That, Pretty that's... jazzy for me. I can re-steep it twice. So that's like four cups. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe six. It's a re-steep, guys. Re-steep yeah. Re-steep. Um, so I'm pretty jazzed. The first time I tried to drink this tea, I accidentally uh, made it in a Keurig that I had accidentally left the old coffee k-cup in it <laughs> so i brewed it and it was so dark but i like didn't think about it right away and i took a sip and it was one of the most disgusting flavors i've ever had and i like drink coffee but it was like a mix of the coffee not enough milk and this tea flavor and it was so and gross also a, probably a really weak coffee yeah it was, if it's already been used once yeah. it was yeah. so <laughs> gross that does not sound um, good i and i tried to like rinse out the leaves to re-steep them because i felt bad just <laughs> wasting it and it still had a slight coffee flavor but this experience is much better and let me tell you that experience was awful. I like the idea <gasps> Traumatizing. of uh, you washing leaves. <laughs> I like ran it under the water. Like, okay. be free, you guys. Be free. <laughs> like Get washing a stain out of a t-shirt or something. Like, here we go. Get the Tide pen. <laughs> I figured it didn't hurt to try it again. No, I, I applaud your effort. Honestly, yeah. I would have thrown it away immediately. But and I, but I like that you tried. Um, it was so gross. <laughs> I'm just not surprised it failed. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It truly, like, I took a sip. I'm like, oh, maybe I oversteeped this. And then I took another sip. I'm like, no, this is just disgusting. Mm. And then There's I took another wrong. sip. I'm like, it tastes like coffee. 
And on my fourth sip, I'm like, oh, I know what happened. <laughs> oh, oh, dang. Oh, no. It was so bad. <laughs> but anyways, this tea is good when you don't mix it with curry. Yeah. <laughs> I like your description of simple. I, that, that's maybe the word I was looking for. And I mm-hmm. agree. It's good. Yeah. It's nice and simple. It's simple and elegant. Tea talk done? Tea talk complete. There we go. Three for three thumbs up on that tea. Oh, wow. Um, so that has, this has all been fun. But Haley, <laughs> I got to tell you, yeah. everything we've talked about doesn't matter anymore. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry to say it's that crazy to, to know that this is all a waste of time. <laughs> because <laughs> So glad to be here, guys. <laughs> because the most important part of this podcast is your topic. <gasps> Haley, what is your topic today? My topic... Oh, man. So I came in with a topic, but then talking to you guys, I was like, oh, but so many other topics. (laughs) Okay, we're going to stick to my topic. And my topic is auditioning. Auditioning. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a good topic. So I have a question. Yes. Are you like an actor? Like auditioning for actress roles, actress roles, <laughs> acting roles. <laughs> so, actressing? Actressing? <laughs> Are you an actressing? Um, so for the listeners, I am an actor and um, auditioning. There's a lot of different kinds of auditions. Um, now I am prepared to talk about musical theater auditions, theater auditions, um, film and television web series whatever mm-hmm. and then also commercials so we're gonna talk about all of them okay cool it's and i'm all... gonna talk about improv auditions oh <laughs> oh my gosh improv auditions are the like oh man that's those are fun yes <laughs> what an interesting word to describe that experience oh it's uh terrifying and you're just like i'm here just keep smiling it'll be great i'm about to do one in like two weeks Ooh, <laughs> that'll be fun or one week oh it's already it's coming up <laughs> <laughs> um so um, how long have you been act- auditioning, not actressing? I wanted to say auditioning. <laughs> I like the term actressing. I think it's funny. <laughs> so like, feel free, go for it. How long have you been actressing? <laughs> I've been actressing for, <laughs> it sounds like Swiffering. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have been acting since, um, well, since as long as I can remember. Um, it was, it was kind of like my parents sat me down when I was like six and they're like, so this is going to be your this is going to be your life. So, you know, strap in. Well, <laughs> we're here to support you, but just know it's going to be a bumpy ride. And I was like, that's great. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm very lucky that I have my parents support with this. Um, but I've been doing this for as long as I can remember. I grew up really doing musical theater, um, which, you know, you get to sing your emotions. I mean, how much fun is that? Wow. It's great. Um, so exciting. So exciting. And then I went to college and studied performing arts and have my BFA in that. Where at? Uh, I went to SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. I, par- I, I partied there once. Really? Oh, man. Were you there for St. <laughs> Patrick's Day? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I don't. I think I was there right before St. Patrick's Day. I think oh, I was there you in the escaped. Beginning of, I think I was there in the beginning of March one year. It was like my spring break and I drove down to it's a real this is a real detour on this conversation <laughs> but i was driving to disney world and i stopped for a night in savannah because oh. i knew someone who lived in the dorms or lived or maybe not lived in the dorms but went there and lived near campus at the very least mm-hmm. it's open carry there right yeah. yeah yeah oh my gosh that was that was one of the weirdest things about being in savannah is first off just because it's kind of around the corner saint patrick's day we have the second largest saint patrick's day celebration in the world 
in Savannah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, so like Dublin, Savannah. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But like thousands, like 10,000 people come in to Savannah every year. And it's it's, uh, the first one you experience is really fun because it seems insane. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many different people. Everybody is (laughs) very intoxicated. This feels Um, like every St. Patrick's Day. Since like basically okay, I turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day was cool. Then every year since, I <laughs> liked it less and less. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of how it is. Um, but then like once you've been there for you know one or two, it's kind of like great. So everyone's coming to Savannah to have this holiday, and I will be leaving and trying to find a place to like peace out for mm-hmm. at least a week because the holiday is a week. It's not a you day. Build up to St. Patrick's you have day. to build up to it. And it's then a recover. week. Exactly. Um, but no, it is. It's open carry. Mm-hmm. And as a college student, like that's the norm. So going anywhere else, I think the first time that I went to a restaurant and I didn't finish my drink, and I was like, oh no, you can just put that in a cup and I'll take it with me. And yeah, so good. the waitress was like, oh, sweetie, no, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so <laughs> that was, that was a, that was a, sad time because i i am not i am a lightweight so (laughs) if i can take half of my drink and like walk with it later it's better for everybody oh i'd love to be able to do that it's so nice i notoriously don't finish drinks i I don't either (laughs) i think it is uh I know why you can't um, have an open container in New York, but uh, yeah. I wish you could just do it everywhere. <laughs> I do too. Because also if it, it's if it's open container and there's no big like hype around it, it's just how it is, people don't abuse it. But when you know, you're not allowed to do it and then you're allowed to do it, of course everybody's going to kind of go crazy with it for yeah. like the first week or month or whatever it is. But... Yeah, and the thing is, people who just drink out in public anyways, like, already do it. They just conceal it. They paper bag their yeah. stuff or whatever, like, or I don't know. put it into a water bottle. <laughs> they just, the, yeah. yeah. Responsible people don't do it, and the irresponsible people still do it. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I have poured wine into a water bottle and drank it in Central Park, and that was a responsible thing to do. Oh, exactly. I, I drink, I, I've, oh, I've definitely done it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here and other places. Um and in Savannah when I was there. <laughs> Anyways, you graduated college. <laughs> I made so you're it. At least that old. You're at least that old. Uh, yeah. Still trying to peg how much of an adult you are. Uh, yes. So, into the acting world. Into the acting world. Into the acting world. So I went to SCAD, got my BFA there, um, and got... One reason why I went there is at the time it was one of the only colleges in the U.S. that had both a theater department and a film and television department. Mm -hmm. Where usually, depending on what coast you are, you have to choose. So if you're like, on the East Coast, it's all theater. And on the West Coast, it's all film. Mm -hmm. And then you can take like fun little elective classes of like, oh, this is my acting on camera one. Whereas with SCAD, there's a whole film department and a whole theater department. Mm-hmm. So you have all of these film kids who are, you know, they want to be producers, they're writers, they're directors, they're DPs. So you get to meet all of these really incredible people and also, you know, people who want to be a gaffer. Like, that's amazing. I want to follow you around all day mm-hmm. and just like see what you do and help you out. Yeah. And like lighting design. So it's really 
I think one of the smartest things I've ever done because not only do you get to like get to learn your craft, but I also know when I'm not lit correctly. Yeah. Like, oh, (laughs) what if I move two feet to the left? Oh my gosh, that solved all of our problems. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I just had to light a whole thing that I produce. So, ooh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not good I'm not good at light. I'm I'm a learning person. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on doing figuring it all out. And that was yeah. I've never taken any classes on any of that stuff. So I was really trying to <laughs> figure it out on the on the uh, on the fly. Doing. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's so true though. It's 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 so true. It's um. Lighting is so important and it's also so hard mm-hmm. because you're not only dealing with like the lights of the room and the space, but you're also dealing with like the under skin, like the undertones of everybody's skin tone. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm very orange. I can't digest <laughs> beta carotene. So if I eat a lot of carrots, I turn orange. Yeah. And, you know, you're putting lights on my face and you don't understand what's happening. And then it's this moment of being like, I'm just going to run orange. Yeah. So you might want to. Yeah, I well on the same on the same vein. I have a I have a vlog that I run, and I record that on this one camera that for some reason I, the lighting or the exposure or something is not right on. It's just like a webcam, so I don't really have that much control over how that does it. But I have to edit it later so that um, my skin looks like the right color. <laughs> so in like Adobe Premiere, you I have to like add a filter on it. So. It's always so funny too because you're like, this shouldn't be this difficult. Why are my lips so red? (laughs) They are not this red in real life. Only when I use this one camera is it so red. I used the wrong lipstick this morning. Damn it. Yeah, I'm always using the wrong lipstick. Oh, no. Classic Matt mistake. Uh, And then when I use a different camera, my lips aren't as red. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, uh, Maybe maybe someone listening can (laughs) fill me on why my lips are so red. It's the lipstick color. Matt, we've already told you. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay, so you you learned a lot of other skills mm-hmm. along with actressing. Actressing, yes. Um, and so then you moved to New York? Mm-hmm. I did. I moved to New York, and that in itself is a whole different animal, of course. Um, but moved to New York, and, you know, of course, the one of the hardest parts is, like, trying to audition, but then also being able to work enough side hustle jobs to be able to pay rent and be able to stay there mm-hmm. um side hustle being regular job like or non-acting jobs or yeah, yeah. so i didn't want to say side hustle. Was irregular <laughs> <laughs> no just for the listener you know if, you know uh yeah it's true it's so true um so basically i spent about it took about two years for me to kind of figure out how to actively juggle a side hustle with auditioning and just being able to do it and then not burning yourself out and being able to pay rent to stay here. Um, My understanding is getting a flexible job. Yes. <laughs> that's okay with you going on auditions and things like that. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, I, I'm i a personal trainer. That's my side hustle. And then I also mm. draw portraits um, wow. for commission. Those are pretty cool jobs. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really nice because yeah. with... The whole the best thing about being a personal trainer is one you get to help people. Um, you get to like my job is to know about the human body, which as an actor is your instrument. So yeah. cool, I get to really learn more about myself as well as others. And then also because you're really only like your sessions are it's like this these are my sessions today. You get to work 
you basically get to make, I mean, basically the same like amount of money as a full-time job, but working half the hours. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's, but of course that took me like two years to like figure out and it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Get We're to there. Point. We all got to figure it out. <laughs> it's so true. Um, but auditioning one, I think the hardest thing is like getting in the room. So yes. finding representation. Too. So do you have an agent? I do. Um, I'm with Bonafide Artists commercially, which is really fun. And then, um, you know, you're always self-submitting. But the hardest part about auditioning is one, there's so many different types of auditions and the like the waiting room itself of just being you you go in you hopefully have a a time that you're supposed to be there yeah um that it's been set up like oh you're Haley Vest great you're going in at 315 yeah wonderful um you have an appointment is what it's called yeah um but you go and you sit down and there's so many other rooms that are auditioning for for different projects. Like my favorite is like when they're also auditioning like the little kids for like oh. parts on the OC or something. And they're oh. like, oh my gosh, I love them so much. And they're like memorizing their lines. And <laughs> oh, okay. So there was this one little kid and he was amazing. And he sat next to me um, and he was reading his sides, which mm-hmm. are, uh, so sides are the um, kind of your script or like what you're supposed to yeah. be saying. And he looks at his mom and he's like, mommy, I don't know what this word is. And she's like, okay, what is it? And he's like, it's T-I-I-M-M-M-M-E. What does that even spell? And so she's looking at it and, you know, it's it's time to go. <laughs> and that's, they write it out for yeah. them to like give them a clue of how they want it to yeah. be said. But as a kid, like I hadn't even thought of that. Like, like that word doesn't look like that word doesn't exist. You don't spell the word go with six O's. If somebody writes a script, I also would not write that like that. <laughs> I, I think like the kids get like a very special script, yeah. you know? Um, so they have more of a fighting chance of like actually knowing what you want from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it's absolutely adorable. And then he was telling me that he like now knows like three raps rather than just two. Mm-hmm. And so but that's the thing. You go into these rooms and you have to be nonchalant and have ease and grace and well also, be, yeah i also assume being nervous yeah being nervous but you're supposed to walk in like have your thing and you basically the the trick to all of it is being as prepared as possible of course but so prepared that you can walk in and do everything with ease and be specific Mm -hmm. and just do your thing so it's very much like with professional athletes where you know we see that one gymnastics routine that's two minutes and we're like oh my gosh this is amazing she's so talented like oh my like you know she did this triple flip in the air and then she landed it perfectly but you know we get to see her final performance whereas we don't see the 350 times she tried that trick and landed on her face yeah Mm -hmm. whereas that's where a lot of actors have their downfall because one we usually don't get the information on the project or the sides until like the night before anyway yeah 
and then you're supposed to walk in and you know I own this room. I own this. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I own this room and this is mine. And this is like my best performance of what this is. And I got this six hours ago. Mm. And, you know, you have to kind of it's like working out. You have to continually practice to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, flexing those muscles. It, it's just like working out every day. You need to um, practice cold reading and practice um, you know, have all of these black pocket monologues who, mm-hmm. oh, do you have, like, do you know this? Oh, that? Of course I do. <laughs> it's here and it is. Here it is. Let me do this for you now. Or there's so many auditions, especially commercial auditions right now, that are, you go into a room, they take a picture of your face, and then you do profiles and profiles, and then they take pictures of your hands, and they always get scared that my hands are orange Mm. and (laughs) um then they're like oh great well here everybody's gonna have a different prompt but just like what's the best vacation you've ever gone on go Mm. and these are trick questions Mm -hmm. like this like yes it's supposed to be a nice way to go but they're actually asking can you tell me a thrilling vivid story in 30 seconds wow and if you in mm. yeah so they're <laughs> looking for like sensory imagery and um similes and rhetorical questions and something that makes you interesting and re- like i remember your face by that story you told about like making pasta with your grandmother and you know i have like nine of these that are written and i've yeah. prepared and can hopefully yeah mm. put or make work for all of these random little questions because it is it's a okay cool tell me a story about your life and you can yeah. mess it up <laughs> i uh, uh um maybe on a similar note but and yeah i guess this probably is exactly what you're kind of talking about but mm-hmm. um on a less professional level where I went to see The Price is Right filmed live. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. And uh, when you, so like on The Price is Right, they, you know, they call people down. They say, come on down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they make it look like it's a random audience member. But as you're going into the audience, there's um, three producers, I think, that are just in the line. They have like, they're sitting at a table, but as you walk in, each uh, uh, each person or group of people is sort of doing like an individual audition in like two lines or whatever. And then they judge like you right then, like, does this person have enough personality for us to call down? Oh, and wow. so, yeah, in it's basically as you're entering, so it's, it's very fast and they're doing it to everyone in the line. And I guess if you really didn't want to, you could skip it or just have no personality. <laughs> I am a robot. I know uh, one woman in front, the woman in front of me who I feel like had probably been on a lot of these uh, for different TV shows, called it the wrong show. She called it like <gasps> Wheel of Fortune or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I did feel bad, but also, I don't know, if you're trying to, if you're constantly trying to get on these shows, like, you'll get over it. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. Oh, they kind of, that's, they kind of do the same thing for, um, for, uh, mm, I want to, I don't want to call it a talk show, but like, uh, live with Kelly and, or 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those ones were like Michael and Kelly. Morning yes, shows. the morning shows. Yeah. Morning now it's shows. called something else. It's a different show now. <laughs> right? I never know what's happening. Kelly is mad at Michael because he left her. That's so you know, true. It's, isn't it, it's, After she fought for him. It's Michael mm-hmm. and someone and someone now. It's like three people. And it's, it's Michael and an Anne. Like, I don't know the other two people's names. <laughs> Michael, Olivia, and Jan, and Michael, and Steven. It's something and... like that. I don't know. I see it at the gym sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. But they do. They... There's always like a, a dance section where they'll like, and come on down and show us your best moves. But they'll go and be like, cool. So everybody, before we start, who wants to dance? And yeah. then all these people jump up and they're like, great, everybody come on down here. And then there's like a dance audition where the audience like votes through like oh. clapping. Oh my God. Yeah. And then Ugh. the person who gets like the loudest response is the one who gets to like dance on national television it's so random it's, oh yeah it's a it's a it's a thing yeah my mom loves going to those things with me i don't i don't oh, that's nice. it's really cute it's really it's really really cute and really sweet and i don't know where it stems from um but anytime she's in new york it's like and i got us tickets to go see the colbert mm. show <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> cool this is great let's do it let's go <laughs> those do sound like fun yeah i feel like i would like to go to a taping of those but uh, i don't it's never just put the a effort lot of waiting yeah there's so much waiting involved and yeah you gotta get there early yeah you have to get there early and you don't know how i forget if like you get to choose where you sit like if there's if it's um what's the word if there's like seats mm-hmm. like oh my ticket says the seat and i get to seat there or it's general yeah. admission um I've generally been, uh, well, let's see. I've seen like Comedy Central, like half like specials, like stand-up specials, where it is just general admission. But I've also done things where they seat you based on like uh, where how many how many people they have, what clothes you're wearing, like <laughs> everyone in purple to the front, stuff like that, like where they're trying to like evenly split up people in a way. Um, I like I that was I feel like I saw what's it the Samantha B show I can't remember what that's full frontal full frontal yeah. <laughs> I saw that and that was like very orchestrated where they sat everybody um uh-huh. I don't know I don't know they had like just a system of filling the seats the right way I don't really know what they were going for <laughs> that's it didn't so seem interesting. like there was a huge rhyme or reason but they would ask like how big is your group and they would sort of try to like puzzle piece it together <laughs> But I don't know. She did do one segment from the audience. So I don't know if that like had anything to do with it. Yeah. I mean, there are um, submission calls for that. So like audition, like, um, so there's a bunch of different, um, I don't want to call them websites, but they're um, basically you can go and you can sign up for them and you pay a yearly fee and all of the you get to be a part and see all of the character breakdowns and all mm-hmm. of the castings that are really kind of going out mm. um and of course like agents and managers have a whole different series of these like the real ones from like anything that you see on tv that's like a main character yeah. that's going like that is only being given those breakdowns are only going to agents and managers mm-hmm. like you will not find that randomly on the internet like that's just insane so those are all by appointment only really um but for most anything else for like student projects or like indie films or stuff that is um non-union or anything like that i mean there's also sag stuff on there but which is the union um are you in it i i am eligible okay but 
So I'm SAG eligible, which means if I book another thing that is part of the union, I have to join. So I'm a must join. Oh, okay. Um, but really for right now, all of the commercial work is non-union. Mm. So the rule of thumb is like stay non-union as long as you can mm-hmm. because you can then do anything. Mm. Whereas if you're union, you, you can't, can't yeah, you can't participate mm-hmm. with non-union. Um, so <laughs> stay, stay being non-union. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. Like basically join the union once you think mm-hmm. you can make a living with just union work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then there's also that, um, you know, I, I know so many actors who are also SAG and they work a lot and they get those guest stars and those, um, guest stars and then like keep going on from that, but they still all have like side hustles, which is like a, something that a lot of actors don't necessarily know or think about is, you know, even if you are, you know, doing really well of like consistently booking things, like you still need to like, that doesn't mean you're golden or you're set because this is something that, you know, you never, you never know. Like you might have a really successful season where you book, you know, three different things, which is great. Yeah. And then have six months where you don't book anything mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, it's, they're going off of look. They're, yeah. you know, oh, they don't need a redhead. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Or I don't think that the skincare will test well with this market of people because of this or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, it's a a volatile job situation oh it is oh it is i uh (laughs) was there i think it was like a year and a half ago i was it was down between me and somebody else for like being the head of this like brand new korean skincare line Mm -hmm. or something and they did like a whole test thing with like a test audience and everything Mm -hmm. and what they got back is that they didn't the test audiences didn't trust a redhead what yeah so (laughs) that was a really funny meal they're like hey here's the thing we think you're great and we like you a lot but for some reason you're not testing well in korea and they just don't trust you (laughs) so we had to give it to the brunette i'm like oh my god that's but i appreciate the email that's like okay cool um so I, I have a question. Like, yeah. do you get, so like you get that far in the process. It's down between the two of you. Yeah. Do you get compensated at all for getting that far? Or oh, none? no. Oh. No. So, so much time. Uh, there's so much time, but there's also like, okay, so let's say, let's say you are going in for a, you, you had this audition for a reoccurring role on a new TV show, mm-hmm. right? So you've gone through that audition, you've gone to callbacks of that audition, mm-hmm. and they might have a third round of callbacks. That's usually, that sometimes they do. That's mm-hmm. if they're being real picky. I don't know. <laughs> um, but then if they like you and they go, okay, cool, you're going to testing. So then depending on where testing is, and it's typically in LA, mm-hmm. um, they'll be like, okay, cool. So we're going to fly you to LA mm-hmm. and you're going to test for this show. It's between you and three other people or you and two other yeah. people, really. And so so kind of compensation wise, it's like they're flying you to yeah. L.A. Like you don't have to pay for that, but That's it's good. not like they're 
giving you anything. Yeah. Um, and then you sign the contracts on the airplane for, so if it's a show, it's typically about seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they choose you, you are this person for the next seven years. This is your main obligation. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You know how much you're going to be paid for all of this. You sign your contracts. You get really excited mm-hmm. and really nervous. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and typically it's you and then another actor who, you know, you've seen them in so many different things, but you don't know their name. Mm-hmm. And then the actor who you're like, oh, my God, I idolize you and I can't <laughs> believe I'm in a room with you imposter syndrome I shouldn't be here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what is happening and then they all you know go in we all do it and there's so many different people in the room and they're like okay great thank you and then that's it and you're like okay well I hope we'll see what happens well but um, is that like a one-day situation or multi-day it's typically a one-day thing or like okay you're here for the day and then we'll fly you out tomorrow Hmm. um a lot of the times networks will hear who's like being flown in to test for stuff and then they'll just call you up. I mean, this is like, we hope that this happens (laughs) is they call you up and they're like, Hey, we heard that you're in LA. We're also shooting this new pilot and we'd love for you to come in and audition for it. You're like, okay, cool. This is nice. But a lot of times actors actually book a show that they weren't, originally auditioning for yeah like america ferrera she was <laughs> flown in to test for some pilot she got a call and they're like we're doing this new show called um ugly betty <laughs> and she got to come in and yeah. she like books that and you're like oh yeah. this is a hundred times better than what i was originally <laughs> here for <laughs> i'm okay with this it was, so yeah. it's, it's a lot about luck and circumstances and yes. just like who's yeah. there Exactly. There's a lot about luck and circumstances, but it also has to do with like how much the network wants to pay for that character. Mm -hmm. Because that's why there's like three different people being tested. There's the person that nobody knows, which of course, you know, we can pay you the least amount of money Mm -hmm. because no one knows you. This would be your breakout role or something like that. And then you have the person who, oh my gosh, I know you, but I don't know your name, but I know your face. Yeah. They have to be paid more than you. Mm-hmm. And then you have that person who you just idolize and mm-hmm. they have to pay them a lot of money to be on yeah. that show. I think this is a, uh, you said the seven year contracts and I think that's why Bojack Horseman was like seven seasons mm-hmm. because uh, I think everyone probably wanted more money <laughs> after <laughs> seven seasons. Yeah, no. So yeah. especially writers when they get a show, so they like they write the pilot and they they write the pilot and then you shoot it and you hope it gets picked up and of course they have an idea and like hopefully like more episodes written yeah usually like maybe five or six episodes to like give a nice smattering of what you're going for Mm -hmm. but if it gets picked up they need to have seven years seven seasons of ideas ideas and then of course there's shows that like you know like friends or like, you know, the ones who keep going or Grey's Anatomy that's on its like 16th season. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of ideas. 
Or you just have to like keep going, keep going because it keeps getting picked up and the viewers keep watching it. So we'll make another season. Mm-hmm. Um, Some might say that The Simpsons is a show that has run out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on for 30 something years. That's insane. That's, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Hurts my head. Oh no. <laughs> That's almost older than me. Yeah. It, well, The Simpsons is, is older than you. Ha. Same. I'm younger than something. Started Woo-hoo! started in uh, started in December of '89, so yep. just oh, yeah. beat you out. Not older than Taylor Swift, though. No, she's old. <laughs> Isn't she? How old is she? She was d- born in December of 1989. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, she she beats us all. No, not me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Matt. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so back to auditioning. Mm-hmm. Um. So, are you going out for a lot of film stuff or theater stuff or just a mix of whatever? So, for me, I'm very much commercially repped. Uh, I'm going out for more commercial stuff, but then also now commercial film. stuff. Just to that's yeah. specifically that's uh, what is what do you mean by commercial stuff? Commercial like stuff. being commercials or <laughs> is yeah. it broader than that? Like so you have uh, so you have commercials. So you have like a SAG commercial, which is you know it's going to be on TV. It's going to run a lot. Like anything you see on the Super Bowl that is covered by the union. There's no way that like budget like it's just that's yeah. union. It just has to be. Um, and then there's non-union stuff, which is like smaller things, like little. Um, smaller businesses or stuff like that which and other things can be non-union as well because mm-hmm. most commercials right now it's a lot easier for them to make it non-union um so i'm like trying not to say anything that's gonna get anybody in trouble um <laughs> say whatever you feel comfortable <laughs> with great um so like you know you have a uh, verizon or vimeo or stuff like that and they have commercials and especially now with like instagram there's Mm. They're filming now, like, not commercials, but, like, stuff for that as well. So Promoted Promotional videos, videos, yeah. And then you have, like, industrial stuff, which is industrials are, like, a business that, you know, they need kind of, like, a training video or something that only their employees are going to see and be Mm -hmm. like, welcome to this. This is this thing. Actually, I've done one of those. Yeah, they're really fun. And then you kind of, like, (laughs) at the end of it, you're like, this seems so, like geared toward one kind of person oh right (laughs) the employees this is why we're spelling everything out (laughs) yeah Yeah. but it's 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 a lot of fun and commercials like you know it's your part could even be like you know i'm looking at my phone (laughs) and then i swipe this thing to turn the app on and i look up to the camera and smile that's it. Oh, I do that anyways. I should, yeah. I should apply for those. Exactly. That's it's, it's a lot of fun. But then like also that spot is like, cool, you're going to shoot for a day. You're going to give us five different takes of like smiles. We're going to do a bunch of stuff and it's going to be really well lit. And <laughs> you're not going to be orange at all. <laughs> <laughs> you will look amazing. <laughs> um, it's so nice, though. Uh, and then, you know, you'll see it in three to six months, I guess. And. You do know, they send it to you it. separately or like will they be like this will start airing on march 17th yeah they they typically will have like a an air date because also once you do a commercial you can't do another commercial that's the same type of product mm. you know yeah. so like if you do one type of um 
if you do, let's say, let's say you do a um, contact lens brand, mm-hmm. and then let's say AccuView. AccuView. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that where you get your contacts, Matt? I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so those, um, and then you go to audition for a different contact lenses or like contacts, but they're also glasses. Like when it had your contacts, the website. Yes, or the phone exactly. Number, I guess, so then I would have a conflict yeah. because I'm not allowed to. Yeah. This is like when that guy from Verizon then did start mm-hmm. doing sprint commercials, but he had to take like years off yep. in between them. <laughs> exactly. Because it's written in the contracts where it's like, okay, cool. You're doing this. It's going to, it's going to run for a year. Yeah. Then we can renegotiate if we want to keep running it. Mm-hmm. We'll then pay you again, but it, like we'll negotiate yeah. what that is. Um, but you have a conflict with like anything else that's similar to this for that year. But that's one reason why commercials are so great because they like they pay you really well because it's basically being like, cool, thank you for doing this. You cannot do anything else that's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we will pay you to make so you- that seem less sad. Yes. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Like, yeah. It would be weird to see you in like a, like right? a I don't know, an AccuView commercial. <laughs> and then literally the next commercial will be like, this girl cannot decide what kind of contact she wants. <laughs> exactly. Or, or like, it'd be like seeing Flo in a progressive commercial. Exactly. Then she's in Liberty Mutual the next week. What yeah. would that be? Whoa, no. No, not Flo. Exactly. But like in her contract, she she is locked down mm-hmm. for them because like one i'm sure that when they started that they weren't expecting it to be as iconic as it was yeah and when you luck out to have something so iconic like people are like people dressed up as flow for halloween like yeah. i see flows walk around all she, the time she i i don't know how much but she is filthy rich like exactly. they pay her so much money for this because she can't like she in her contract she can't really do anything else yeah and she yeah. probably works like a week act, a year mm-hmm. <laughs> can she act in like tv shows i'm sure she can yeah. but the hard part is like if you turned on so like what's a show that you're watching that you like uh, good place the good place love the good place um you're watching the good place and then flow comes on screen your first reaction is be like oh my god it's flow yeah, yeah that's true you know mm-hmm. where it's it's really hard to like you're typecast you're typecast you're you're put in this box and like some boxes become iconic and you're like this is amazing i can't believe like there's a flow action figure (laughs) my gosh that's insane but now it's really difficult for me to you know no matter where i go flow is also in the room Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she she just made a choice she'd rather be filthy rich than (laughs) act in anything else other than progressive commercials yeah and that's fine (laughs) yeah but also i think that like this was something that just kind of like snowballed and happened and nobody really saw it coming and Mm -hmm. then when you're already there and you're in the middle of it it's really hard to feel like you have a choice yeah you know yeah oh if you keep making you keep making money True. It's hard to turn money down. That's true. Um, and it's also, I don't know, when you want, you're like, you are known by a lot of people. Like, it's yeah. not like. You are famous. Probably yeah. one, of the most, one of the most famous people in all of commercialdom. It's so true. <laughs> and I, I think that's one reason why the progressive commercials have now kind of like phased into like Flo being every character of her family Mm -hmm. so she has like more fun things to act so it's not just her being this person she gets to be a grandpa and yeah you know her sister that's lazy exactly the bike yeah (laughs) so like it's i i think they're working with her and being like hey we're gonna make this as like 
fun and exciting for you because it's like, you know, we appreciate the fact that you are our, you're our face. And, yeah. you know, that's, that comes with a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think we have to start wrapping up soon, but I have one more question. Yes. What is the difference between like a theater audition and a, um, like film or commercial audition? So one of the biggest things with theater and film is film is a visual medium and theater is kind of a verbal medium, I guess. So any kind of theater is, it's a lot of talking and with film, it's we're going to try and get our point set, like said in as few words as possible. Mm -hmm. So with film, one, your sides are going to be a lot shorter Mm -hmm. and, um, so like, okay, so with theater, you're probably going to go in with a three-page scene from whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you definitely want to, like, you want to prepare mm-hmm. as much as you can with that because you're going to be reading it with a reader, which is someone else in the room. Yeah. Um, and with these auditions, it's you really, it's it's a lot more, it's a lot more dialogue but typically you get through so much more mm-hmm. because you have an arc in that scene. Whereas yeah. with film, especially with when you're starting out, you're doing co-star roles, which are like five lines or less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going in and you're that person at the register and, you know, you, you only got five lines. So you got to make them. You, you got to make them. got to, you know... I want to know who, so if my character is Claire, if I get the name Claire, mm-hmm. cool. I have a name. That's so exciting. Uh, so just customer. Yeah, customer <laughs> one. Um, but I get to be Claire. And okay, Claire, she's, you know, doing this thing. You have to show who she is. I get to show who she is, who yeah. I think she is to my best ability. Mm-hmm. I know that I have five lines or less, but. The secret to it is it's really easy to be like, I only have five lines. Okay. She was an orphan. And then right before this happened, she saw her, the love of her life walk out of the store. And so she wants to like, you know, you can make yeah. up these like big backstories for these people. And then it's all coming through. And really the casting director just wants to see if you can like simply, you know, be a, be, be, a, be a person who is like let's say she's like bagging groceries like can you bag groceries and talk to this person and yeah you seem to like be a little sadder than usual but you know maybe you just like it's 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 hard because I don't really give you much and it's kind of a trap for actors to try and put so much to it that it doesn't become simple anymore it becomes i don't want to say forced but there's like so much happening that the casting director is actually confused yeah about they're like i don't understand why she's crying yeah i mean i guess like in life life, if like your gross like bagger of your groceries Mm -hmm. was like being dramatic you'd be like what is happening yeah what's going on just put my rice in the bag yeah like oh. it, it's more it's it's more typically the five lines or less roles are okay. Let's say Claire is bagging groceries and we are in an episode of uh, Good Girls and 
something is happening happening to one of the main characters and you know now they're really stressed and they just got this phone call and they're realizing that um if they don't get the money by the end of the day um you know their child has been held hostage and they found this all out while they're in the grocery line yeah. and now they have to process it and they're at the point of them is like show the point of the scene is for the main character mm-hmm. to snap at Claire who's bagging their groceries for mm-hmm. no reason because they're going through the other character is going through something yeah. really big mm-hmm. so me as going into audition for Claire you know this scene is to help elevate the storyline of the other character. Yeah. So it's not about, you know, I just got a call from my boyfriend who's dumping me and all of this like backstory. It's more, hey, I'm a normal person and now you're yelling at me and I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah. But I'm also at my place of work. So you can't. So. Yeah. (laughs) You can't snap back. I can't snap back at you. Now I'm confused and now you're holding you're holding back tears because you should be holding back tears because you've just had this this is your arc, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to react to that. Yeah. It's about my reaction to the other person rather than look at these beautiful five lines that I can say <laughs> really really well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so at the end where it's like have a good day. You know, yeah, that matters. That line matters because it's the reaction and kind of the button to the end of that scene yeah. that's about the other person. This is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, it's just so yeah. hard because you get a sheet and it says all of this stuff and you have no idea where it's coming from. It might not even be real sides of what's happening because they don't want anyone to who's auditioning to know what's going to happen in the next episode because... Yeah. You can't do that. So especially could, for big shows. Exactly. So it could just be like, hey, we want you to say these five lines and we're gonna call you Kelsey. And so you think you're auditioning for Kelsey mm-hmm. and then you book it and they're like, Great, your name is Claire. This is your actual script. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, yeah. It's like if you're in a Marvel movie, they, do, yeah. they don't tell you anything except for your part or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes they're like day of or whatever. Um, the only people who get the whole script I heard were Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and Chris Evans because they like demanded it or whatever. I demanded it. But like everyone else was like, power. just gets like, yeah, Mark Ruffalo did not have that power over Avengers <laughs> movies. Oh my gosh. But uh, if, you're, uh, if you're Chris Evans, uh, apparently you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I want to say even Star Wars, like even like Mark Hamill, I feel like he only gets to see like his parts or something. But. Oh, see, I feel like Mark Hamill deserves the whole script. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sometimes, sometimes the people are like the whole movie, but like, mm-hmm. I just like certain people can say like, if you don't give me the whole script, I'm out. <laughs> and maybe, yeah. and, uh, but I feel like Luke of Star Wars could be like, I'm out. <laughs> he yeah. could, but maybe they were like, okay, we're running it without you. <laughs> I mean, I also think there's like that. It, it's very Game of Thrones, like where it's like so many different subplots are happening at different locations. Mm-hmm. So yes, this is a full episode because we have to bring three stories together at once at all times. But you know, if we're not in the same place, I don't know you. Yeah. What you do doesn't affect me. Yeah. They're really just saving paper by like, cool, this is your stuff. This is what you're doing. Yeah. 
Um, like season one Sansa doesn't need to know what season one Daenerys is doing. Is doing exactly. And <laughs> but then, then also, at the end they were together, so they course. didn't know what each other was doing. <laughs> That's why I had but to But I mean, specify. they're going <laughs> to watch the episode that when it comes out, so yeah. there's that. But, um, but also, you know, you get the script of what you're doing, and then as you get the the dates of like when you're filming and the days that you're actually like working the days you're on hold of the week because it so if we're mm-hmm. we're doing a um if we're doing like a 40 minute se- episode series um each episode like you get about a week eight days to film it right mm-hmm. so like oh this is your part you're only needed this one day you will only be working this one day mm-hmm. or there you're in this but we have to like do these shots these different ways so um you're on hold for the week but you will be working these two days mm-hmm. so they can call you like if i was supposed to be working tuesday and friday i'm on hold for monday wednesday thursday mm-hmm. and they can be like hey something happened we're actually shooting this wednesday great i am on set wednesday <laughs> there's no yeah anything about it so logistically like so mm-hmm. Let's say on Wednesday, you were like, okay, do you make personal training appointments for that Wednesday? Or do you just say, hey, I can't do it this week? So basically what I do is I know what days I'm working and know what days I'm on hold. And on those hold days, I tell my clients, I'm like, look, we're still training. I am on hold, which means I we should we should be having your session. But if something happens and I have to go to set, we're just not and we're going to reschedule it. So you're open and honest. I'm open and honest. And the thing is, is my clients are really great about it. My clients, for the record, are the best. They are the best humans I know. It's on record. I love them so much. For perpetuity. (laughs) For for all of entirety, my clients are incredible people and I love working with them. Um, But they all know that I'm an actor. I also lead with that when I'm... um, having like a first session with the client being like, look, I'm an actor. Things happen. I know that your days are going to get busy. Something is going to go wrong. Like, of course there's like a 24 hour cancellation thing, but if something happens and I need to re like you need to reschedule. Great. We'll reschedule for you. If I need to reschedule, like we have flexibility with this, mm-hmm. you will be trained and it will make it happen. Um, hey, they want you to be famous someday so they can be like, hey, she used to be my personal <laughs> trainer. <laughs> I have one client. I love her so much, but she like she'll be buying sessions. And she's like, do you think you're going to be like, how many sessions should I get? We're, we're, like, I, we're going to train them out. I know this, but, you know, should I get this many or do you think you're going to be like shooting a series in like a month and a half and you haven't told me this? And I'm like, no, 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 like. We'll figure it out, but no, her, she was, she said something the other another week ago, and a different uh wow English, <laughs> um she said something I think about a week ago, um where she's like you know I love that you're my trainer but you do like the point of this is I I'm so excited for when you can't be my trainer anymore Aww. I was like you were the Very sweetest nice. human. Well, that sounds like a sweet way to end. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to that person. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that person. Yes. Yeah. And uh, thank you for bringing this wonderful topic. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. We haven't covered this yet. I'm really so. glad that. It, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. This yeah. was fun. Mm-hmm. This was good. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug for the future? Ooh, okay, so I am putting on a production of constellations by nick payne now we've had some 
technical difficulties and we i'm waiting for an email but um it will hopefully be in the east village at theater circulo july 10th through the 12th um I like it's, it's it's so hard to announce it because you have to like wait on a one email that should hopefully show up tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that's happening. Um, let's see. So keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. We'll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that's interesting to you, keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye out for <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, I there will be more announcements on it. My Instagram is at Haley Vest. Um. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's it. There you go. Um, I have a few plugs. All right. Ooh, do it. Let's get through them. Haley and I are in an improv class together. Yeah. And we have shows. So this comes out on the 12th. So we have shows at 830 at the Magnet Training Center on the 15th, 22nd, and 29th. Woo! And of March. Of, of March. March. Yes. <laughs> 2020. Um, thank you for saying that. <laughs> and then um, I plugged this on last week's episode. But again, I have my Moxie sketch show. At nine o'clock on the twenty second and fifth. Wow! Super exciting. I'm acting. It's a, I'm it's so excited acting. for this. Acting. I'm actressing. <laughs> You're actressing. <laughs> We're actressing all over the floor. <laughs> I just as a quick little plug, I'll be playing a singing Alexander Graham Bell. So wow, I can't wow. sing, but Some people would say it's funny. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, and I'll plug probably for the last time my sketch. How many baskets? available on my youtube channel you can maybe search how many baskets or matt armando or somehow you'll come across that but it's on the internet it's on our facebook page i don't know go look for it i love that how many baskets (laughs) (laughs) uh and that's i think it right yeah Woo! all right well Haley, thank you for being on the podcast thank you so much for having me this was a blast thanks for the tea Uh, no problem (laughs) thank you all out there for listening i've been matt armando i've been emily riggins And this has been TVD with Ben Emily. Bye.